Hi, my name is Professor Len Calabrese in the Cleveland Clinic, and I'm delighted to present the key posters from the final day of the ACR Convergence 2020. I'd like to thank those who have watched our highlights over ACR. For those who haven't, you can catch up on the whole convergence on cytokinesignaling.com or on YouTube at Cytokine Signaling Forum. There were two posters uh, of interest in uh, SPA, um, including uh, psoriatic arthritis. So I'd first like to uh, highlight uh, uh, Professor Atul Diodar's uh, uh, study of the one-year effects of UPUP in patients with AS. Um, so we know that uh, already in short-term studies that UPA um, was uh, beneficial in um, uh, NSAID IR patients with AS. So this is an interim study to report an efficacy and safety through one year. Uh, and basically it showed that efficacy was maintained or continued actually to improve in the UPA group. Um, and patients switched from placebo to UPA for rescue showed similar speed of onset and magnitude of response as those initially randomized to UPA. Uh, there were 14 SAEs observed with 15 SAEs uh, leading to discontinuation. Um, uh, 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 no serious infections, active TB, MACE events uh, were reported. Uh, so uh, no uh, red flags there. So at this juncture, we see that uh, uh, UPA 15 is showing some promise uh, for sustained and consistent efficacy over one year uh, with no new safety signals. So we um, look forward to uh, longer term and larger studies. The next poster I'd like to highlight is from uh, uh, our steering committee chair, Professor Ian McKenna's study analyzed the efficacy and safety of uh, UPA versus placebo and ADA in patients with active psoriatic arthritis. Um, this is a really interesting space because uh, uh, JACs are now uh, robustly moving into the PSA space. So this examined the efficacy of UPA versus placebo and ADA um, in patients with PSA uh, with prior intolerance to one or more biologic DMARCs. So, you know, a robust group, tough group. So week 12, ACR rates were 70% with UPA 15, 78 with uh, 30 versus 36% with placebo and 65% with ADA. So uh, robust responses um, for the joints, ACR 20. A greater proportion of patients achieved uh, ACR 50 and 70. Um, with UPA 15 and 30 versus those uh, comparator groups. Um, and uh, improvements were observed in the 15 and 30 UPA versus placebo for uh, uh, all multiplicity controlled secondary endpoints. Um, UPA 15 and 30 versus adalimumab uh, was superior for the HACDI, a reliable PRO, and UPA 30 versus ADA for pain. So there's a lot of granularity in here. And again, once we move into the psoriasis, psoriatic uh, arthritis space, there seems to be a, 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 a palpable difference for higher dose jacks versus lower dose jacks. And uh, I, I just say that there's a whiff of uh, data for this uh, at this early stage here, but we'll have to see how this plays out. And uh, again, um, the AE profile is higher for upadacitinib 30 versus 15, um, uh, as it has been shown in several other studies. So greater percentage of UPA versus placebo uh, achieved stringent measures across 
uh, the disease with no new safety uh, uh, signals uh, uh, beyond what we're seeing in RA. Next poster is from Hannah Kim and colleagues and it's compassionate use of Bera in refractory juvenile dermatomyositis. Now, this is a very tough disease. Um, whether it's classified as an orphan disease or not, um, uh, uh, I'm uh, uncertain, uh, but uh, it, it has traditionally been um, uh, associated with a high burden of morbidity and even mortality. So this was a compassionate use study of Bera and refractory um, uh, juvenile dermatomyositis. It was only four patients, and they received uh, a robust dose of 4 to 12 milligrams a day. So these are juveniles, and it's a higher dose than what we're used to. Uh, there are ACR ULAR, ULAR uh, juvenile dermatomyositis response criteria, um, and uh, there was a mean total improvement of this of 60.6 with two patients classified as having major improvement. Um, uh, I'm not, uh, uh, I don't have a granular familiarity with this, but uh, recognizing major improvement is good. These three patients uh, had reduced prednisone dosage, which is often the uh, Achilles heel in treating uh, JDM, um, and interferon a biomarker that's been identified in this disease, and probably part of the um, uh, preclinical rationale for their use decreased and no serious adverse events. So this is a, a promising, um, and uh, we look to uh, larger studies to see what is happening. In the new therapies and strategies session, there was an interesting poster analyzing uh, another class of kinase inhibitors. This is BTK inhibitors. As you know, there's a number of BTK inhibitors with different PK, different PD, reversible, irreversible. This is called evobrutinib in patients with RA, and it's by Dr. Charles uh, Peterby and, and colleagues. And so um, uh, BTK is involved in multiple signaling uh, pathways, both in B cell and other uh, adaptive uh, cell lines. This phase 2B study sought to evaluate efficacy, safety, and a dose response in methotrexate IR patients. So a sizable study, 390 patients randomized to three different doses um, of uh, evobrutinib or placebo. Primary endpoint was ACR20, um, uh, and it uh, was uh, not met. The ACR response was 49.5. Uh, it, it was higher than seen in other RA trials, um, uh, and no dose response was observed and uh, was well tolerated. So Evo Bruton failed to meet its primary endpoint. Now, if we go back and kind of, you know, uh, wring our hands about this and look at other BTK inhibitors, you know, these all have had biologic activity, and there are numerical increases, and some of them have reached uh, statistical endpoints but none of them are lights out uh, 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 treatments. And this is a great disappointment for this class right now in RA. But you know, the bar is set very high. You know, we have incredible drugs uh, um, with uh, our T cell, B cell inhibitors, uh, cytokine inhibitors, um, and all this data on targeted synthetic DMARDs um, showing, you know, uh, uh, even, uh, statistical improvement over TNF inhibitors, as we've seen for upadacitinib. So uh, uh, we've hit the pause button on BTK, I think, for a while. So I want to thank you for tuning in to this final edition of the CSF Daily Highlights. I uh, hope it's been informative to you. 
uh, CSF is providing extensive coverage of ACR Convergence 2020 on the CSF website. Follow this on Twitter. Uh, you can find highlights of the whole convergence on our website, cytokinesignaling.com, and on YouTube at Cytokine Signaling Forum. Come back and see us often. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.